0: Going on, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, a wild week. How are you?
1: I would say I'm doing as strongly as I've ever done before, very strong, with I would say top strength. Although I want to let everybody know all of our great fans that the stress factory in new brunswick new jersey under executive order 69 we are destroying it after they lost what might have been the greatest episode of podcasting in the history of pod or casting and It was a real disgrace. It was probably the deep state. It might've been Sleepy Joe. Uh, You know, it might've been AOC, AOC, you know, that rhymes with stress factory. And I think (laughs) she might've gone there with her ample Puerto Rican bosom and messed up our great show. So uh, the, the, we had such a great show. There were so many people and yet at least 250 of our fans socially distanced away from the club just to make sure everybody had enough space so it was one of the great nights in podcasting (laughs) history we talked about great new jersey people i wish we could go back to that because when i talked about judy bloom it was one of the great moments in show history you agree one of definitely you weren't even there and you know that's how great it was
0: i heard about it so
1: so a disgrace uh but we'll make it up well i don't know if we'll make it up but we'll you know we'll see what happens
0: we we do have a special guest joining us for the beginning of the episode tonight, and she was one of I think one of your best employees ever, besides your daughter, of course. And um, she was she was a mouthpiece for you. She was former uh, White House press oh, secretary. Oh, oh, oh,
1: excuse me, excuse me. That's my nickname for melatonin, <laughs> the mouthpiece. Okay, so you know it's an upbring up. It's an bring up that she's got to do the mouth stuff. So. No, I don't like that term. I know who you're talking about, okay? And I think you need to show her more respect.
0: Okay. Former White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders is joining us right now. Uh, Ms. Sanders, how are you?
2: I'm so glad to be here. I I just love you so much, Mr. President. And I I just want to give you a socially distant hug, or as I call it, a a -a hugabee. I'm going to give you (laughs) such a big, a big hugabee right now. Mr. President, I miss you so much.
1: You know what? I would love a -a hugabee Maybe some some dry hugum hugumping. <laughs> is that a thing? Maybe you know that's you know as great Christians as great Christians. Dry hugum hugum hugumping. Dry hugumping. Uh, oh.
2: Just you know. your your sense of humor is just something else. I mean, I have missed that. We we are very dry at the Huggabee House, but uh, it is. You just keep them coming. You've got a lot of
1: hits, a lot of good hits. Well, if you keep dry hug-a-peeing, hug a, peeing, hug, <laughs> hug, hug a humping, uh, there will be coming. The, the whole point is, uh, Kristen McAfee or whoever she is, the little blonde oh. that does your job, she's, she's trying. I think she, she does a great effort.
2: She's trying, she's she trying my nerves sometimes, but she's trying.
1: But she doesn't have what you have? She doesn't, I mean, nobody's even close. This is outside of Ivanka. And obviously Kellyanne Conway was, was, was a strong fighter as well. She's strong.
2: She is strong. Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody's stronger than you. You, you are. If we had a Mount Rushmore of Trump associates, it would be me three times followed by big Hawk.
2: That's so beautiful. I can see it. I can see it. You paint a picture. You you're like a, like an artist, like a painter. The question like a, about that,
0: that mountain the the three Trumps whether they be different, uh, errors of Trump or different, um, activities of Trump. It, how, how would it okay, be? Okay. You know, that's
1: actually, well, look at that. The broken tech stuff guy is right twice a day. The, uh, that's actually a good question. I will say that the first one would be sort of young real estate, Donald Trump. The second one would be, Biting my lower lip, mm, partying with Jeff Epstein, dance classic. face of Trump, classic. The third would be scowling presidential Trump, and then uh, the f- the fourth would be big Huck's considerably large face <laughs> with some pearls. <laughs> oh, that, you, not, you, know, you real remember. pearls, not the you know, not the. Uh, I,
0: I get it um Ms. not sanders. fake they're
1: not fake they're not, fake. They're not yeah fake i don't know i, don't I totally know.
2: know what you're gonna say uh-huh.
1: you know it, but i don't know what the tech stuff guy's talking about
0: i i didn't say anything i was just well, asking i Ms. Think Sanders, a came, question
1: i think you came in with sort of i know what you, you interrupted me very rudely
2: if i were still in my job i'd have white house security that's where you out i'm just saying <laughs>
0: um miss sanders have, you have a memoir coming out is that correct
1: it's out yeah it's out
0: um there there's a a part that people are talking about. We are in
1: the process of buying five hundred thousand copies so that you <laughs> best get to seller. the bestseller.
2: Best seller. That's and very you know nice what they them. do, the New
1: York Times books, they try to insult us. Like when Don Jr.'s book went number one, they put a little cross next to it and that they mean what they put that in is to say, Oh, bulk sales. They try to make you look bad. But we know the cross means great Christian author.
2: <laughs> Christian purchases. That's right. Christian author Christian pur- pur- purchases. Go ahead. Uh, Miss Next question. Next question. question.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, uh, White House communications staffer John Raffle. Josh Raffle. I'm sorry. You called him, and I quote, a liberal, aggressive, foul-mouthed Jew. Can you please explain that quote?
2: Which part is the problem?
1: Um, is it foul-mouthed? As the kids would say, I heard that, and I would say, facts. <laughs> I mean, who can argue with
2: that? The president has spoken. Look, I wrote I, what I wrote, apparently. And there it is.
0: I do you think it's appropriate to call someone a, a foul mouthed Jew?
1: If they do they does he use foul language? If they, just, you
0: could call him a foul mouth.
1: Is he a Jewish person? Is he a Kushner?
0: I'm, he is. I'm okay. Assuming. Well
1: then, I mean, that's called facts. Now everybody, now they hate facts. Do you hear this? The liberal tech stuff people, they hear facts and all of a sudden they don't like facts. The you know, Next gonna, thing they'll tell you two plus two is not nice.
2: There <laughs> it is. And I'll say this, uh, I don't have a lot of uh, friends of that particular uh, persuasion in my life, uh, relatives or anything, but I do have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ who you may know as the most famous Jew.
1: That's true. Uh, well, if, I mean, you would agree, Ivanka's getting pretty close. It's, oh, it's, I, a, it's, a, 100, 100, it's an even
2: 110, 120%, 110%, 120%. Yeah, absolutely. 125%. Now, Ivanka.
0: What, what we really wanted to talk to you, I want to talk to you about, Ms. Sanders, is that um, you, and, you and the president, you, you traveled to, um, internationally. You traveled internationally plenty of times.
1: Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. Do you know? Uh, That's World- Pitbull. That's yes. Pitbull, by the way. I, well, I didn't know you, I don't think you knew who that was. Now, they don't m-
2: play that at my church. I don't know it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ms. Sanders. He's um, Cuban,
1: so we like him. He's sort of very light-skinned, and Cubans you know, vote very strongly for Trump. So we support Mr. Worldwide.
0: Now, Ms. Sanders, I, I want to know, What um, world leaders have you met uh, throughout your time at the White House? Or your favorite world leaders besides Mr. President? Yes. Well,
2: I was going to say my favorite one is uh, Donald J. Trump, Uh, but uh, I have I have a few favorites. Um, I met the guy from. uh, Met the guy from uh, France
0: grandson have you met macaroni the,
2: met the guy from uh, Macar- the woman from uh... mr president maybe you want to jump in here well, well they're
1: not that important you already said mr president and i is there anybody really do you have to sort of state i remember more
2: like a pastiche like a collage like that's the, not a problem sands of time you know uh Cause, uh, it's do you remember going to memories. North?
0: Do you remember going to North Korea?
2: Oh, I remember North Korea. Oh, I remember Kim. I thought I was going to meet a woman. Uh, no. Show up. Now there's a whole other basket of worms. I tell you what.
0: What do you think of Kim Jong Un?
2: Well, I, I'll tell you. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you you bite into a, a candy. And uh, you think it's going to be strawberry or cherry? It turns out to be raspberry.
1: That's
2: and you disgusting.
1: I would I would sue those candy makers <laughs> so fast your head would spin. Well, that's a, ra- a raspberry candy.
2: So Kim, Kim was kind of like a raspberry. He was kind of like a, an unexpected surprise, but not a deal breaker.
0: So you had some sort of chemistry with the leader.
2: Oh, I would say chemistry, yeah. I like candy. I love candy. I mean, I love my husband, Brian, with the Y, but we had
1: fun. You know what they say, though? What goes on in North Korea usually gets your uncle blown apart by military (laughs) aircraft weapons. (laughs) Is that the saying there?
2: (laughs) Plus, I had never sung karaoke before, and it was so much fun.
1: It was a lot of fun. I can tell you, see, Sarah's being very strong and very humble. Okay, and very Christian, by the way. Very strong oh, thank Christian. You. Thank very you. Very loyal to us. Put her that husband. in my
2: notes. Thank you. Thank you.
1: But I will tell you, Kim Jong Un, he wanted, he wanted a piece of huck, Huckabee pie. You know I mean.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't want to go there, but
1: uh, he, yeah, he said, "I want some pecan Sanders." <laughs> it's okay. a
2: kind of candy that's a kind of candy if you didn't know that mr mr bob tech guy
1: he you you wouldn't i mean we could have i think we could have gotten him and i wasn't going to make sarah do this i i i joked in a very serious way
2: he was totally joking people who took that out of context like he he was joking, We'd
1: he was had joking. The, we had the papers drafted up by by the secretary of state and we discussed very thoroughly the negotiated it was I remember Indecent Proposal. Remember that movie? Yes, I do. Wills, won't, can'ts. It was like that. Okay? Yeah. It was shouldn't. I was like Woody Harrelson, except stronger and more handsome. <laughs> of course. Kim Kim <laughs> Kim Jong un Kim Jong un was like Robert Redford And then Sarah Huckabee Sanders was Demi Demi Moore Sanders for Odin. (laughs) And we almost negotiated, but I, I gave her the final choice. And I said, you know, we could probably get rid of nuclear. He loves you so much. Because you have to understand, not only does he love the sort of Christian, you know, the Christian beauty is sort of forbidden fruit because they're a communist atheist country. So she represents the it, she prays very strongly and pray. Pray they're, they're sort of it's she's like forbidden fruit mm. on top of that, she's strong
2: she's <laughs> tough
1: <laughs> I could lift him <laughs> so it, well when so when Kim sees that, it's like he sees this great character, this great strength that she has as a person, but also she's the Christian forbidden fruit, so I said, if all the nuclear weapons, if you get rid of all the nuclear weapons. You get a weekend with Huck.
0: Now, did... It... I have read, Mr. President, that you said to Miss Sanders, take one for the team.
1: <laughs>
0: did Miss Sanders take one for the team?
1: Wow. Well, no, she, excuse wow. me. That's a lady and a Christian you're talking wow. about. Wow. Wow. And the answer is no, because it was not going to be one for the team. It was actually going to be and agreed upon five uh, occurrences during a holiday weekend.
2: Wills, won'ts, can'ts, shouldn'ts.
1: And it was, uh, they couldn't negotiate. They, we tried, believe me, we tried. And But it didn't work out. And I have great respect for Sarah. But just so you know, we could have gotten rid of all the nuclear weapons on North Korea if she had just been willing, you know, to give him... One more chance. Remember Biggie? He had the one more chance.
2: Rest in peace. Look, uh, for a lot of this, I did think that uh, Kim was a woman. So I was entering into just, I thought, uh, talking territory. And the further we got into it, uh, it's just not not my cup of tea. Not my candy box.
0: So the rumors of something happening are completely false. Correct, Ms. Sanders?
2: Completely false. Completely false.
0: Mr. I President, came... the rumors that something happened with Ms. Sanders are completely false?
1: No, I can tell you right now, and I, I would never make Sarah do anything she didn't want to. We have too much respect for her. But because I respect Kim, uh, my wife, mesothelioma, gave him a hand job. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but
0: (laughs) it's very charitable.
1: It's not charitable. It's called good. It's called, you know, it's called diplomacy. It's called diplomacy. It's called, thank you. It's called diplomacy.
0: Well, I appreciate Ms. Sanders coming on and you clearing that up for us. And I want to wish you luck on your memoir.
2: Thank you. I'm not going to need it, but thank you.
0: Okay, no problem. you
1: buy so many copies of that book your head will spin. You're probably going to get five copies sent to you, tech stuff guy. <laughs> that's, that's awesome.
2: You'll be tired uh, of winning. So tired of winning.
0: Mr. President, do you have any parting ways for Ms. Sanders? I know you haven't seen her in a while.
1: I need Sarah Huckabee Sanders back in the White House because we, when we were going through that impeachment hoax, you know, leading up to it, she was such shame, a strong... Shame. Such a powerful shield for the president. And now we don't have that anymore. And things are getting crazier. They're making more false stories. And it, you know, if I had five Huckabees, I wouldn't need the US military. That's how tough she is. That's how patriotic and Christian and tough she is. And Thank you. Even,
2: thank you. Thank you, Mr. President.
1: Thank no, you. No, thank thank you. you I want wa- really to give you
2: a hug of me. I really want to give you a hug of me. I really, I miss you so much.
1: You know, it's, we're going to get rid of this COVID and I'm glad to see you're not wearing a mask while we do the Zoom.
2: No, I'm a patriot. And I do believe that uh, before November 3rd, you're going to come out with a solution. And you're going to show everybody. I think you have a solution now. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, waiting on the timing Timing. i need you
1: at the second inauguration when i get inaugurated you are invited vip
2: thank thank you mr president i'm gonna go to ross dress for less right now start shopping
1: i don't know what that i don't know what that is it sounds poor but you know
2: going to tj maxx
0: well thank you very much miss sanders for joining us Emma Sanders, well. where, where can all our listeners find us, find you on, on social media?
2: Well there is a rogue website called Uh, uh It is very uh, left of center and it's wild. it is wild. It is, wild. It is like a totally different person uh, who is not who I am, but uh, you, you'll find some interesting information there like Instagram and Twitter, Facebook,
0: so SharonSpells.com, and
1: don't forget QAnon. Don't forget QAnon. <laughs> don't
2: don't forget it. You may not find QAnon there, but you may not not find it.
1: <laughs> it. It, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that Huck isn't Q. Huck could be Q.
0: Well, if I do my hair. Miss <laughs> Sanders, get a,
2: get a good deal at TJ Maxx.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you and are welcome. It, you can go to SharonSpell.com and at SharonSpell on Twitter to uh, possibly speak to Miss Sanders. Thank That's you, Ms. So Sanders. Good luck again with your memoir. And well, I won't
2: you. need it, but thank you again. I appreciate no it. No problem. All right. I miss you, Hawk. I miss you so much, Mr. President. I
1: hate being president without you.
2: Uh, a lot of people feel that way about you, sir. I, I don't know why you're so strong. You're so strong. Just stay strong.
0: Like you are. Thank you. Thank
2: you. All right. All
0: right. So that was that was Miss Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And it brings us to our sponsor this week, Mr. President, the very powerful and strong Betonline.ag. Mr. President, we are in the swing. Football season is starting this week. We have hockey playoffs. We have basketball playoffs. We have MLS. We have UFC baseball every sport is going right now the wait is finally over that's right football's back this thursday you may not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, and championship futures today. Head to Bet Online. Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. That's where I place my bets. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Now, Mr. President, you have a friend, well, an ex friend named Michael Cohen, ex lawyer of yours. Familiar with him? <sighs>
1: a total i would say a total scumbag and an absolute disgrace but no i don't know him very well no
0: you don't know him very well um
1: he was a bad lawyer but he was sort of a loyal dog and then you know when he realized he could sell a stupid book he started lying like a like a like a disgraceful person
0: are you going to read his book
1: I don't read any books, okay. So why would I start with his?
0: Are you gonna to listen to it?
1: Like an audio book? Yeah. Who's gonna read it? <laughs> no,
0: it's 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 already pre-recorded with someone's voice, and you just play. Well, I it. want to know who's doing the voice. I'm not sure, but I can find that information for you uh, when we end the podcast. There are some things in Michael Cohen's book that are are a little disturbing. Maybe you can tell us about it. There was a time, I think it's 2016, in Trump Tower, right before the election, when you invited a bunch of evangelical uh, priests to Trump Tower. Do you remember this?
1: Great faith. One of the great faith gatherings we've ever had.
0: Now, they they do a thing where they... They all put their hand on you and they pray for you. Do you remember the amount
1: I felt such strong prayer, such strong prayer coming through? I think that I'm actually sort of more receptive to prayer because I'm such a great Christian. I think I get more prayer, you know, more prayer, prayer, prayer per pound. Is that a thing? I think that's sort of a religious thing. Prayer per pound.
0: now so you're telling me that when a priest or someone prays for you more religion and more prayer goes into you than the normal average person because you have you're you're just so righteous.
1: I think I'm very, you know, they call it the religious right. I call myself the religious righteous.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. So you remember this time Do you remember after they finished praying, you left the room, you turned to Michael Cohen, and you said something to the extent of who believes in this fucking bullshit? I know I don't believe in this bullshit. They must be crazy. Do you remember saying anything like this to Michael Cohen?
1: How could I, as one of our great Christians, maybe the greatest Christian of all time, how could I how could I even say that? How could I say such a thing? I don't I, think, I, don't you're know. A, I what... think you're a disgrace for even asking that question. How could I say that? I have great love of Santa of the Easter Bunny of the the Jesus of the Yamaha, which is what the Jewish people call God. They call him Yamaha.
0: No, it's it's a yarmulke that you wear. Yamaha is a a motorcycle. Um, Yamaha is also a a piano or a keyboard. Yamaha isn't uh, anything religious.
1: No, it is. The Jewish people say Yau. Oh, no, no. They say Yuhu. Instead of God, they say Yuhu. It's different. Okay. I'll give you credit on that one. It's a little different, but it's, I would never say such a thing. I have, as I'm showing you right now, I have such great knowledge of our great Christian faith. I would never call our evangelical people. Okay. Anything less than great Christians. I mean, you know, some of them maybe aren't so great, but I think a lot of them I felt that they sort of, you know, they like pulsed the prayer through my, you know, strong skin.
0: Who has the strongest prayer out of all the evangelicals that you have met?
1: That's a great, I mean, well, big game Mike Pence is, you know, I don't know if there's a stronger prayer warrior than Mike Pence. Uh, Cause he gets, you should see him when he's going to pray. He works out. He oils himself up because he he says he wants to be extra strong for the Lord. Um, And I've seen him. I've seen him grease up inside and out. He just says, I've got to be ready for the Lord to enter me at any time. I don't think you're going to get a stronger prayer warrior.
0: So he's all greased up for the Holy Spirit to enter him any way possible.
1: Yeah. That's how Christian he is he saying I get emo- I get emotional when I think of our great vice president. You know, he just he comes out, he's smooth, he's oiled up, he's 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 fit. He's a lot of people don't realize how fit he is. He works out. Uh you know, and he comes out there and he just says uh he gets on his knees and, and sometimes on all fours and he says, I'm ready. I am ready for you. Take me how you want me, Lord. And it's the man is a power. We call him the powerhouse of prayer, Mike Pence.
0: The powerhouse of prayer, not the powerhouse bottom of prayer.
1: Well, that, okay. Well, that's the full name. I, you know, we, but you know, you, some, you don't always, you don't always say the full name of the. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, what a religious man uh, our vice president is. Incredi-
1: incredible faith. Incredible faith. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so impressed with him when I, when I see uh, how faithfully he is.
0: Now, there is a very disturbing picture that came out and story from Michael Cohen that you hire a Obama impersonator to sit, <laughs> you nodding your head yes, uh, to sit across from you And you just berate him and insult the Obama impersonator. Is this true?
1: Let me explain to you. Please. The the Obama impersonator. I can't tell you how strong it feels to have a guy sit there playing Obama and just yelling the N-word at him for 15 (laughs) minutes. It is so just, I think the feminists would call it empowering. But then at the end, and this is when I really got mad. I wasn't mad at the impersonator. It was was all fun and games. You know, just sort of, it was more lighthearted. Okay.
0: More fun. Screaming the N word at him. It was lighthearted.
1: It was. But when I really got mad at him when I actually got mad and the game was over is like a strong, evangelical Christian, I'm not evangelical, but I feel I have a strong bond with them. I asked him to plow melatonin while I watched (laughs) and he refused, he refused. And I thought that's a disgrace. And now when I go to like Roger Stone's part next party, they're all going to laugh at me, going, "You couldn't even get, you know, the fake Obama to defile your wife while you while you watched. What kind of what kind of Christian are you?"
0: But you paid the impersonator. How come he he wouldn't do this?
1: No, he was a very tough negotiator. He wouldn't accept. You know, I offered him an additional. Twenty dollars.
0: I thought you're gonna call him something else besides a negotiator. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Well, that's a good one. I may, that might be a way to slip it. Well anyway. <laughs> the I offered him an additional twenty dollars and he wouldn't take it.
0: So an extra twenty dollars to have sex with your wife while you watched and he would Well you've,
1: you've seen Mylanta. She's a she's a gorgeous statuesque model. You should pay me. It, well, that's what we used to do at parties, but you know, I know she's 50 now and it's sort of expired goods, but people should be paying me. In fact, that's how we, you know, that was going to be one of our fundraising activities <laughs> for the re-election. You know, they used to have $10,000 a plate Fundraising dinners. This was going to be twenty thousand dollars a shot. It
0: was like a gangbang for Melania that you pay for, like a like a dinner.
1: Basically, <laughs> it's genius. All right, because who's not gonna? You're gonna get higher. You know, for food they might give you five thousand a plate, ten thousand a plate. There's people who pay a hundred thousand you know, by the minute you charge by the minute instead of, but it's, you know, but they have these very tough financial laws and they, they don't look, uh, you know, the fake news would report that. And it's, it's a disgrace. We need to change our finance laws so that, you know, melatonin can do her part to make America great again.
0: Hope with your fundraising. I agree. <clears throat> Mr. President, Besides the Michael Cullen book, you had some remarks for the troops. And I'm giving you Nobody,
1: pl- Excuse me. Yes. Nobody loves our troops more than me. Their own families don't love them as much as I do, okay? Nobody cares more. And I mean this, okay? Nobody cares more for our troops than me.
0: They are... People saying that you are a draft dodger. There are people saying that you have made disparaging comments about the troops saying you are not a real soldier if you are killed in battle, if you are hurt in battle. Are any of these statements gross. true? What's <laughs> gross?
1: No, when they come back all missing the limbs, it's disgusting. <laughs>
0: That's horrible, Mr. President. They were fighting I know for our ar- country.
1: Well, no, and it's okay, and you should stay inside no we so. have we have We have great TVs we have Netflix we have snacks okay we have everything you need is inside don 't come outside to the party
0: so you 're saying that if you were in battle and you lost any limbs or have any no scarring- i wouldn 't be in
1: uh, excuse me i wouldn 't be in battle because i 'm not some dumb fuck redneck who gets <laughs> caught into war and volunteers for stupid service and conflicts. I'm not some dumb fuck Mountain Dew for Brains evangelical piece of shit who, who goes, I'll, I'll, I'll volunteer for the, what kind of dumb fuck goes to a foreign country when we have great pussy and great TVs and great snacks in America? We have great fast food. Why would you go to some jungle or some desert to fight some gross ethnic people? Okay, well, you know, what? It, 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 the amount of stupidity it would take to do that. I don't even possess that on my worst day. So what, what was the, what were we asking? What was the question?
0: I was asking if, if someone was, uh, lost a lament battle or they're scarred or have, um, maybe missing an eye or something, they should not come to the party. They should stay inside and not be seen by anyone.
1: I mean, they shouldn't be invited to the party, but sometimes <laughs> you have to invite people to be nice and we're nice. We're nice people. But I would, uh, I would ask them very nicely to, to stay in the bathroom and then we'll lock them inside the bathroom. And then when, when the nice, beautiful people leave, we'll let them out. We'll let them sort of eat the scraps at the dumpster. You know, when, when the nice people, the beautiful people who are, have all their parts have eaten and enjoyed and done the, you know, had sex and whatever we do at our parties. And then around 2 a.m., we let all the, you know, the wounded people out and we say, okay, enjoy. I think there's still some, you know, some leftover uh, steak, if you're lucky. And I think that's the way we do it. Why? What is that okay?
0: That's that's fine. I just wanted to clear that up and how you felt about the troops. And I think you... you no, nobody loves... Up.
1: I I can't be clearer than I am when I say I love our troops. I love our country. These are our finest people defending our freedoms and... I will always defend our troops. I will always fund our troops. And I think they are some of our best people.
0: Mr. President, I have two more um, stories for you to cover. And then after that, we have some questions that were sent in from our mapigas out there. Um, you hope the l- they're
1: mapigas.
0: We, well, You do hope. During it would the-
1: take. It would take real balls to not give us... A five-star review, and then still ask the president a question.
0: I I, I agree. That would be you know, a
1: pigger with a hard N.
0: That's right, and you could just go on iTunes and leave a rating and a review, and that only helps us with the algorithms for iTunes. We'd appreciate that. And also, while you're at it, check out our new website, mpgapod.com, and our new. They're
1: YouTube calling page. it the greatest website in the history of internet. I agree. Ivanka nudes coming soon
0: <laughs> That's awesome Now Mr. President You talked about your good friend Shinzo Abe On the live podcast And some listeners were upset That what happened with the live pod And they heard that you were talking about Shinzo Abe Can you tell us an update Did you speak to your friend uh, Can you tell us about the conversation Please give us an update
1: You know it's It was tough last week and it hasn't gotten any easier to talk about. Shinzo Abe, as you know, if you listen to the show is, you know, I'd say probably my best friend among the world leaders. I respect him greatly. He's done a great job with Japan and he's, he's a, he's a very nice guy. He's actually a nice guy. So I respect him because he manages to lead very strongly while also being nice which is a tough thing to do. It's a tough thing. And when he, when I found out he was sick, I, you know, I was, I had to call him. I called him up and, you know, he picked up the phone (laughs) and I said, even though he's sick, he's still got that strength. He's still (laughs) got that strength. And he said, (laughs) and I said, Shinzo, It's Donald J. Trump. And he said, Mr. President, I am sorry I cannot continue to lead while you lead your country. And I said, that's okay. I'm better than you. And... (laughs) he started to tear up because he was saying, you know, that he wasn't, you know, it's a recurrence of what he has. And he was getting upset. And I said, Shinzo, it's okay. I'm going to be okay. And I had to, and he was getting very upset. And I said, I'm going to be fine. (laughs) When you go, don't worry about me. I will be over it at you know within five minutes, so you don't worry, your best friend. Because that's what he was so upset about. Mm. You know, he said I, I couldn't. You know, he started to. When he gets very emotional, it gets even deeper. So he was saying, "My family," <laughs> and I think he was saying something about his family. But I knew that he, what he really cared about was whether I would be okay when he goes. And I told him, "I barely remember you." That's how well I'm going to do when you're gone, Shinzo. So we remember him very strongly and very powerfully, and <laughs> we hope he gets through it. But if he doesn't, I think he'll go very nicely, knowing that his best friend Donald Trump is totally okay.
0: Well, that's, that's really nice. He got to speak to him and, uh, and wish him well. Now, no, no, per- no.
1: I didn't, I didn't wish him well. Okay. <laughs> yeah i don't know if you know he's retired because of health what wishing him well has not worked so i didn't want to waste you know as somebody who's very powerful with prayer i didn't want to waste one of my strong christian prayers on him because i don't think he's doing well i want to save it for like people who maybe you know i prefer leaders who you know my prayers can sort of be on the winning side
0: i understand that makes you know, sense. Like,
1: like when I take Ivanka to the surgeon and I pray for bigger breasts, you know, those prayers get answered very strongly.
0: That's right. So I, I understand your reasoning for this. Now, Mr. President Candace Owens, she is a strong supporter of you. You did not ask her to speak at the RNC, which a lot of people thought was a snub. And she continues to support you so strongly Did you hear about her beef with Cardi B?
1: No, what happened?
0: Cardi, she called Cardi B's new song "WAP." Have you heard of this song? "WAP."
1: White ass Protestants, I like it. No,
0: it's not white ass Protestants. Um, Do you have another guess for what it means? It's, it's,
1: It's it's white ass pussy
0: it's wet ass wet ass pussy yes and uh the song is definitely very graphic and Candace Owens I feel like
1: said that's what that's what Mike Pence calls it when he's greased himself up
0: <laughs> he calls himself lap
1: <laughs> but he, he he gives it like he doesn't say wet ass pussy he says wet ass pussy <laughs> It's all in the inflection, you know, what what you mean by it. I understand. You know, as a strong Christian, I sort of speak the evangelical. It's called speaking in tongues.
0: Yes. I know you spoke in tongues. That's amazing.
1: No, I don't speak in tongues, but, you know, I think Pence does sometimes at the truck stops.
0: (laughs) Now... Candace Owens and Cardi B are going at each other. Candace Owens says that Cardi B's music and songs are bringing black people back years and a bad influence of black people. Cardi B said that she is uh, owned by white people and they keep going back and forth with this. Well, I
1: hope, I mean, I'll give Cardi B credit. I hope so. I, you know, <laughs> I thought Candace Owens would be like, remember the movie, The Toy? With yes. Richard Pryor. That, you know, I thought, I thought me and Candace have that sort of relationship
0: that she, she's your toy.
1: Yeah. I just bring her around places. I pay her some money and then she says what I want her to say. And, and she's very good.
0: Yeah. Well, her and Cardi B are having beef, but she, I'm telling you, Mr. President, she will support you and have your back until the, the day she dies. So that's some good news for you, Mr. President.
1: No, it's great. It's, it's, it's my version of the toy. <laughs>
0: Candace Owens is your toy. Now we have questions sent in by the listeners. These are some powerful questions. Well, first, hope so. first I'm going to go to Twitter and this is from, uh, at that's Dylan underscore Dylan, Mr. President, sir what are your plans this week for the 19th anniversary anniversary of when you strongly and toughly achieved the distinction of owning the tallest building in lower Manhattan, sir.
1: Never forget. You can't ever forget that. It was, you know, what I'll do is I'll, we'll probably fly into lower Manhattan. Uh, You know, not give any warning, just, you know, when you're president, we'll just take Air Force One right down into lower Manhattan, just to let everybody know we're coming very loudly. And then we have uh, a buffet uh, around um, the Trump building in lower Manhattan. And we commemorate 19 strong years of the tallest building in lower Manhattan. It's a great honor.
0: Um.
1: Hashtag never forget.
0: <laughs> never forget what? Never forget the building?
1: Right. Never forget.
0: <laughs> never, but never forget your your architecture. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Just never forget that we have the tallest building in Lower Manhattan. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't know if that's what you should not be forgetting, but that's fine.
1: Well, believe me, I, if there was something else I should remember, I would remember it because I'm the one who came up with hashtag never forget. So I would, believe me, I would remember it.
0: <laughs> you were the originator of, of hashtag never forget. Yep. I did not know that. That is very interesting. Congratulations. You should have uh, made some money off of it.
1: Well, we'll see. I'm looking, we're going to sue some people who've been using it for something else. <laughs> Uh,
0: No. The next question we have here, um, this comes from uh, at clantastic. This might be a friend of yours. What do you say? This is two questions. We're going to let them have two if you decide. What do you say to those who lost their boats during the parade over the weekend. There was a parade in Texas in, in the lake there, and uh, lots of Trump supporters had a parade and their boats uh, capsized. And uh, what do you have to say about the parade?
1: I think, you know, I don't think it's so bad if I'm disappointed they didn't drown. No, because we're in a battle for a great country. Okay, Sleepy Joe wants to destroy our country. He wants to let AOC titty fuck us out of prosperity. He wants to destroy our great country. He wants the squad to show up and make it all black. And we're not going to let them. And we need strong warriors, okay? And if you can't ride your fucking boat, you're, not, you're too weak. We're better off without you.
0: It was a lake. It wasn't even an ocean. It was a lake.
1: No, it's these. uh, um, And I say this with, you know, to prove how strong I am. Of course, we should get rid of all the Democrats and the libs. But we also need to get rid of the weak Trump people. If you can't float your fucking boat in a lake, (laughs) just go. Go away.
0: Do you want to hear his next question if you want to answer it? And is and what's your favorite dinosaur?
1: What does this have to do with anything?
0: I don't know. That was the second question. That's why I said he had two questions.
1: Okay, well that's a weak second question. But my favorite dinosaur is probably Sleepy Joe Biden.
0: (laughs) Now these questions here, uh, we actually have one more from twitter and this is uh, at brad hansel oh one president trump are your american taxpayers going to be reimbursed he's lucky.
1: excuse me he's lucky yeah. i'm answering because i didn't hear a sir
0: i agree i agree um are you are your american taxpayers going to be reimbursed the millions of dollars your covid team wasted on unusable covid testing supplies sent to state governments by unvetted contractors
1: no. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no, we're not. We've done great work with COVID. We've done, I'd say, better than whoever that was. He certainly hasn't done as good a job with COVID as I have. And no, we're not reimbursing everything because it's strong. You know, you can't find the cure and you can't find the test on the first try, but you have to have many people working on it. It's, obviously, that's somebody who doesn't understand great science or strong business.
0: Hear that, Brad Hansel? Educate yourself so <laughs> mr president uh these, this, this is a guy who sent in lots of questions from instagram he's uh he always gets his questions answered by you Vandalay industries and uh if you could only have one of the following which would you choose and why strong second amendment or tremendous peace and prosperity
1: Well, here's the thing. Okay. Without strong Second Amendment. Was it strong Second Amendment?
0: Strong Second Amendment or tremendous peace and prosperity. No, no, no.
1: If you don't have a strong Second Amendment, you can't have peace and prosperity, tremendous or otherwise. So I say always strong Second Amendment.
0: That makes sense. This next one from Aaron K. Green. Mr. President, I see that you are attempting to prevent critical race theory from being taught to kids and young adults. For those aren't familiar, can you explain what critical race theory is?
1: Well, I will say that uh, I'm on Yahoo.com, and it says the theory analyzing, so it's probably something Pence likes, Analyzing the role of law in the maintenance of white supreme, supreme achy, supremacy supremacy. Supremacy. Su- Who?
0: Supremacy. I think the C is. is, is it's, it's,
1: let me tell you something, okay? Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, okay, the role in the main, there's no, there's no white supremacy I mean, there is. We have great white supremacy, but no, it's a totally anti-American thing. It's a disgrace. Critical race theory is a joke. Okay, I don't like. I don't like it.
0: Well, there you go, Aaron K. Green, Mr. You President, know, does not like it.
1: There's no. You're you're criticizing. Race on the basis of theory, and I don't like that.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. present, we have two more questions from Instagram. This is from 12 by R3X. Long: any, time- Are there
1: any Instagram models or sort of big-titted Instagram people asking questions? Because I think we should that's who's going to get pr- for October. Mm-hmm. If your profile pick as big breasts priority questioning
0: okay I, I, I will i will i will sift through for big breasts mr president this is a great question here fake
1: it's- or natural we don't discriminate that's called critical breast theory
0: <laughs> now this question long time a piga. First time Patreon Patriot. Mr. President, sir, happy Labor Day. Powerful employment numbers. Any plans for VP Pence to visit our strong laborers to boost morale?
1: No, I. well, that's a great question. And Pence actually, for Labor Day, okay, uh, he actually went to uh, a place called the Mineshaft shaft. And I think that's where our great coal miners work. <laughs> and he went, he went to the mine shaft and he said he was going to put in work. That's the way he put it, which you've got to, when you have a vice president, okay, who works so hard for his country, for faith, okay, for great faith, who's willing to still on a day off, go to the mine shaft, you know, and he was, you know, he was going to get me out. He was, he was, he was, uh, you know, he was dressed in leather. So, you know, he was going to work hard. And he said he was going to put in work on a day off with our great laborers. I think that's a beautiful thing.
0: It is a beautiful thing. That, that is a great vice president. Our last question, Mr. President, comes from MCMXC underscore kid. This is a this is not very political, it's advice for you, Mr. President, since you are a ladies' man. This is advice. My barista never wears a bra, Mr. President. What is the course of action I should ch- take to not notice, but also not make it obvious that I'm averting my gaze?
1: Well, speaking of gaze if you're averting your gaze from a great braless set of cans, uh, allow me to introduce you to our vice president, Mike <laughs> Pence. I don't know why you would avert your gaze. I think she wants the gaze.
0: That's why she's not wearing a bra, right?
1: Not wearing a bra. And probably in a, if she's in a coffee shop, they probably have air conditioning on. So she's, you know, she's probably... Add attention, if you know what I mean, if I can talk about our great troops.
0: Taking a playbook from Ivanka's. Taking a page from their book.
1: Which, right, which... Barista... Barista titties. (laughs) I think is what we'd call that. Um, No, I think that you shouldn't avert your gaze. I think... There's a a rule we had in the 80s. If you're not wearing a bra, you want to squeeze if you're wearing a short skirt you don't want them to say please <laughs> it was a very simple sort of you know rhyme scheme we'd come up with just to, a code you know, of conduct <laughs> a total code of conduct so stare away maybe even tweak them a little bit if if the, if the if, the, uh, if they if they're coming out to say hi feel free to you know check the radio dials and uh it's a beautiful thing so i i think you shouldn't avert your gaze i think it's rude to to avert your gaze
0: (laughs) mr president Thank you so much again for joining us this week and all the mapigas out there. We appreciate you sharing and the listenership going up every single week. Uh, Please check out the website, MPGAPod.com. We got t-shirts for sale on there. We have a new YouTube page with unseen clips from the podcast. Check out betonline.ag. Football starts this week. Our patreon.com slash mpga. And, of course, thank you to Sharon Spell today, who was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You can check her out, sharonspell.com and at Sharon spell on Twitter. Check out our social media, at Trumpod, at JL Colvin, and at JNog. Thank you very much, everyone. And, Mr. President, the floor is yours.
1: Well... This was a, uh, you know, we were a little disappointed last week, but I think we came back with great strength today. And hey guys, it's JL. How are you? Great. Um, thanks for listening. Sorry again bah, about last week, but uh, we have a great month planned. I think uh, I didn't get confirmation from Jay, but I know that our bonus episode which are usually the insanely most, you know, just the most popular at Patreon episodes available to every Patreon level. Rosh Hashanah, I think. We're going to find out, hopefully, a new Fred Trump tradition uh, from the Donald. Is uh, the
0: shofar going to have something to do with it? The who? The shofar, the Rams, the Ramsborn that they blow? I
1: don't, I don't know what that is. I'll have oh. to do some research, I there guess. There you go. <laughs> um, But uh, that'll be the bonus episode. I guess that'll go up like that Friday. We'll record it before then. And then um, we're going to do another live Q&A episode after the first debate, which I believe is September 29th. So our plan is to do a live Q&A. So that'll be like a double episode week. Uh, You know, not nearly as exhausting as the convention weeks, but, uh, you know, If you enjoyed that and spread the word, then, you know, September and October will feature more bonus material as well. So long way of saying thank you for your support. Uh, Keep sharing the word. Keep spreading the word. Uh, If you haven't, give us five stars on whatever platform you listen to. And God help us all.